to Spreading the Good Stuff, a podcast for regional women who want to thrive in their work, wellness, family and community. We share stories of triumph, challenge, growth and change in business and in life and offer helpful insights and advice to empower you to live your best life, however that looks for you. Spreading the Good Stuff, live episode number seven. Not to be confused with our episode 37, which went live on the podcast this morning. So it is a bit confusing, the whole episode um, numbering. And I'm Christy O'Brien, for those who don't know. This is Katrina Myers. Katrina Myers. And this is Leonie Kane. <laughs> and um, for those who don't know, we thought we'd just give a bit of background to um, Spreading the Good Stuff and how it, how it started. So just with spreading the good stuff, the background, Leonie and I have a business called The Splendid Word and we're writers and we love to write about stuff that we like to write about. And we started a blog called Spreading the Good Stuff probably four four or five years ago now, more, six six years ago. And we've been writing that blog on a weekly basis talking about the things in our community and further afield that we thought were pretty cool, that we were passionate about. We've worked with the bowling club here since the Splendid Word started and um, the lovely Emily who was working here at the time approached us to take the blog to a live audience. So this is episode seven of a live Spreading the Good Stuff um, conversation. Katrina here beside us is from Barrow Avocados and she was our very first guest on the couch. Some of you in the room might have been here for that conversation which was quite profound and it was the start of something really special. So we've done roughly two conversations a year since then and Katrina sent us an email about two years ago. So she was keen to start a podcast, and we said we are too. <laughs> I think I was get, looking for advice from you guys. I was like, "What do you think about this?" And, you oh, guys, and we just jumped on board. No, and then you were like, "We were thinking of doing that too, so let's do it together." So it was, it was so awesome. we started um, perfect timing, yeah, wasn't it? Spreading yeah. the Good Stuff podcast, which is now um, thirty-seven episodes in, and it, it drops fortnightly, and we're um, nearly two years in. Is that right? And thank you to all those in the room who do listen to our podcast. It's been listened, just clocked over 14,000 listens we've had on the podcast, which we think is pretty exciting. So mm-hmm. anyhow, tonight um, we are spreading the good stuff about gratitude and giving thanks. So we're going to unpack that conversation tonight. We have some people from the audience who are going to share with us, but the three of us are going to talk about that as well. So. We felt like it was a really good time of year to talk about gratitude and giving thanks because we all get really busy um, and there's lots on the calendar and we perhaps are not as mindful and as intentional as we should be. Christmas can also be um, a tricky time for some people. They might be missing people in their life. They might just be having challenges in their life. So it can be tricky and tonight's conversation is around highlighting that even in challenging times, there's always something to be grateful for. So. Um, hopefully we can do that tonight. So we might get started. I might pass over to Leone to start with. So we're just going to share what we are grateful for and why, and then how we do remain grateful um, most of the time. Because <laughs> it's not perfect, trust me. Am I working? Yep. Everyone can hear me okay? Um, so the question, what am I grateful for? Um, particularly at this time of year, uh, which is traditionally a, a very hectic uh, time with lots of things going on, lots of demands on our time. Um, I've had a think about it over the last couple of days of what I am most grateful for. 
And of course, it's the big things, it's the obvious things. Um, for me, it's my husband and my three children. I'm so grateful to have the family that I do, um, to be in a really happy marriage and to be raising three kind-hearted little boys. Um, I'm grateful for my beautiful mum, for my brother and sister and for their families. Um, I'm grateful for the beautiful friends that I have in my life who are so supportive um, through the good times and the bad times and who bring so much joy to my life. I'm grateful for my work, so grateful for my work and I've been thinking about this over the last few days again too, how lucky I feel um, that I get to wake up every day and do something that I love. So I'm so incredibly grateful for that, um, to Christy in particular and to our team and Katie and Fiona and Kendra who work with us at The Splendid Word to have that, that is just such a gift in my life. Um, we work is such a big part of our life and the thought of going to, to a job each day that I, I didn't love, um, you know, I just, I couldn't imagine doing that and I just feel so grateful that every morning I'm excited to jump out of bed and, and get on my computer and write. Um, and the other big thing that I'm grateful for is my health. I'm just so, so lucky to feel good every day, um, to not be challenged by any, any big health problems. Um, and I, I give thanks for that every day um, that I get to, every day that I get here. <laughs> on this planet, um, I feel grateful for that. So they're, they're all the big things. Um, but there's also so many small things for me. Um, the mundane things, the ordinary things that make up every day, um, <coughs> that you can just kind of go through life, um, letting them happen around you, and sometimes they can become a chore, and they can make life, the, the things that you can start complaining about, I guess. Um, so, as we'll get into a little bit later in talking about the ways we practice gratitude, um, it's, it, it's those little things that, um, and those small moments each day that make up a lifetime that I'm really grateful for as well. Um, but I guess you can't arrive at being grateful without having a practice. Um, it's easy to say, I'm grateful for this and I feel gratitude for this, but if you don't have put the practice in behind it, I think it's just, it's a, almost an elusive thing. It's something, it's like a buzzword, you know, mm -hmm. I'm so grateful, hashtag gratitude, or hashtag grateful. But um, unless you put the work in behind it, I don't really think it can make the big difference in your life that, that gratitude can if you've got a, a really strong practice behind it. So I'm going to say the biggest thing I'm grateful for is my practice of gratitude because without that, I wouldn't be able to stop each day and um, moment to moment just, you know, and I'm, I'm not particularly religious but I do believe in, you know, something bigger than us and I can stop each day and actually be grateful to whatever that spirit is or um, whatever else is out there that I get to be here in this time and experience the things I do. Um, and I, I guess the other thing that I wanted to say is that it's also helped in having that practice of gratitude, the biggest difference it's made in my life um, outside of just the day to day uh, is helping me to also look at struggles in life differently and challenges in life differently 
and particularly, you know, at this time of year, um, like you touched on, Christy, it can be a challenging time for people. I'm coming up to 20, or almost 20 years, I mean 19 years this Christmas since my um, dad passed away from cancer. Um, and, it, and if I look back to that time and then the years since then, you know, he was really young. He was 45 when he was diagnosed and we were in our teens. Um, and it was such a challenging time. And then when he died, he just died on December 16th. We had his funeral on December 19th. It would have been his birthday on December 22. And then we had Christmas on the 25th and that was almost 20 years ago. And that changed life for us so enormously. And even all these years later, nearly two decades later, it's still so different. Um, and in the first years after all of that happened, this time of year was so sad, just such a sad time. Um, but what's happened in recent years, and I think I've been practicing gratitude daily for probably six or seven years now, I would say, is that's changed. The grief hasn't gone away. Uh, it's, still, it's still there, but those harsh edges of it have softened for me. And um, I'm just able to look and, and feel differently about it. The longing has grown stronger. I think with every passing year of not having him in our, in our life, I just yearn to see him more. Um, but the pain is nowhere near as intense and that's because this gratitude has enabled me to stop focusing on what I don't have in my life and really start thinking about all the amazing things that I do have. And that simple switch, it sounds simple but it actually isn't simple, um, is what makes such a huge difference. So now, at this time of year, and it helps that I've got my own family and you know all those things make it easier too, but now at Christmas time, I just, instead of that sadness, I just am filled with so much gratitude that I had him in my life. He was the most amazing, amazing father. Um, but I, gosh, I'm grateful that for all those years that we had him um, and for the love that he gave us in that time. And, and even though it was a short time for him and for us as his children, he packed more, more time with us in those, those years than I think most fathers ever do. And maybe there was a reason, maybe he had a knowing, but he was a farmer and my mum was nursing the whole way through and we were with him 24-7. When we weren't at school, we were out on the farm with Dad the whole time. So I just, through gratitude, I'm now able to look back on all of that amazing time with him and just feel so grateful that we had him in our life. Um, and so that is just so, so powerful. Um, and yeah, I just want to give thanks for that tonight while we've got the opportunity, so. Yeah, that was beautiful, Lee. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, what about you? Yeah, you I just think following up on that, a lot of parallels with what you said, particularly around the, I wasn't gonna talk about this, but same with the Christmas thing and everything, you know, because having lost my dad at 15 as well, so yeah, Christmas was always, just didn't enjoy it, and this, you know, but again, exactly the same, the last sort of five, six years, just loved it again, and, and I think because of, 
all the well-being practices that I now do and the gratitude and all of that I'm now able to enjoy it again. So yeah, so many, just exactly what you said resonated with me so much. So I guess, um, yeah, for me as well, very similar to Lee, I'm very grateful for those, um, the, the, those really beautiful people in my life and, you know, my gorgeous grandmother, she used to always say to me, I thank God for Pa every day about her husband and I actually feel the same way about Tim. I, I, I don't say thank God, but someone out there and I feel, and I just think, oh gosh, I'm so grateful that I've got this wonderful husband that I can feel that same way that my grandma did. So I'm really, really grateful for that. It sounds corny, but I am really grateful for that because it's very special. And the kids and um, the beautiful friendships that I have, of course, all those things, like so grateful for that. Particularly this year, I'm grateful that we had this beautiful overseas holiday with my family to go and see my sister, who lives over there, for her wedding. And that was, it was actually one of those moments where all this gratitude practice really um, resonated for me because I, I, the whole time I was there, every day, I was like, I'm so grateful for this experience. Like, overwhelming gratitude for the experience that we were having, which was awesome because you know like it's it was hectic it was intense like it wasn't like all roses let me tell you like it was pretty full-on four kids in in europe like we were exhausted what are you doing oh my God. like it wasn't it wasn't a rosy like joyful holiday but i was it was just like great gratitude for the whole experience rather than just being like oh my god this is shit what do we do this for because it was so intense just overwhelming gratitude for the whole experience which was just amazing to be able to feel like that even though it was such an intense experience i love that and also, I think the big thing for me this year has been, it's, I was thinking about it, it hasn't been a difficult year, I can't really say that, but there have been difficult patches for sure, difficult days, difficult moments and difficult experiences. But I'm able to look at them with gratitude for the learnings mm. and the growth that I've got out of those. Yep. So I think five years ago I would have had those experiences and it would have like destroyed me, like would have been devastated and sort of anxious about it all the time and just you know, would have really affected me. Whereas this year I had, you know, there was a couple of things like in the, in my community around, cause I'm involved in the water space and I've had some really difficult challenges with that. Um, and I'm the president of our local preschool and we implemented a big change there and that was really challenging as well. But I'm able to look at those experiences and look at them as, yeah, growth and yeah. learning and think, gosh, I'm actually grateful for that, which, I feel that that's really profound because instead of seeing it as something that was so negative, you're able to, I'm able to turn it around and say, well, actually, I've got a really great learning out of that. And there's all these things that have happened that have, yeah, been great learning experiences. And so I guess all around, I'm just like you, I'm grateful for the, gra for the gratitude. It's like, I'm grateful that I now have all these processes in place and this, and I'm doing the work daily and I'm on this wellbeing journey and then I'm able to be grateful. I think that's really, yeah, it's really yeah. awesome to be able to feel like that. And it is and it is work, like you said, it's every day and it's... Thanks, practice. It does. Yeah. We'll talk about how we practice that We will, you. we will definitely. Yours, and I've got like a big thing and, and a small thing. I'm probably going to shift gears a little bit, but I'm grateful this year particularly for surviving um, year <laughs> nine with my eldest child. <laughs> and I was chatting to a few girlfriends that yeah, I knew at school. Um, just like five seconds ago before we started and you know when you first have a teenager it is really 
challenging. And um, so, you know, I love the worst year. Well, too, apparently, so I'm so crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, my husband and I, who I'm also grateful for, we gave ourselves a little high five under the table because we kind of got to the end of Year Nine, and we've got two other kids, so they might go through Year Nine and be terrible as well. One down though. But specifically, I'm grateful for support of family and friends to get through that time, but not just support, but the honesty from people who were actually brave enough to say. We've been through this shit as well, you know, because I think because of social media and keeping up appearances and keeping up with the Joneses and all that stuff, often we see people's lives and think, God damn, they're not suffering. Why am I the one suffering? <laughs> Which is completely pathetic because, you know, he's a happy, healthy teenager. <laughs> but I just think but you that... you have to live with him. <laughs> well, but I think when I look back, you know, of, of the challenges, I'm grateful for them even though at the time you... You know, things like shame and self-doubt all creep in and you think, why? You know, all that sort of stuff. So I'm really grateful um, to the people around me, but also that I found that kind of um, strength inside me to say that we would get through and we'll just do it our way and, you know, go back to what's really important. And I think that's loving each other. Even when shit gets bad, you have to still love each other because that's what you do. So, and I think that love and kindness even in the worst of times, I think is really important. So that's a big, that's been a big thing. And it's, I know it's not the same as, as what you guys are grateful for, but um, when I look back at the year, I'm also grateful for those small things as well. I think sometimes life can, can sort of shoot, shoot by and we don't think about the small things in our life, like water um, is a big thing, but it's also one of those things that we can't survive without. Um, and I was laughing with the kids the other day because I've, I've been buying this toilet paper um, from a company called Who Gives a Crap. I'm not sure if anyone's seen it. And it's a great company and they, they give 50% of their profits to, you know, um, countries that don't have a you know, proper toilet facility. So it's a simple, basic, basic kind of necessity. And I was explaining to the kids the other day that more people in the world have access to mobile phones than a proper toilet. And they just were like, so I'm really thankful for toilet paper. <laughs> and <laughs> toilets. And toilets, which is a, bit, a little bit oh, normal, but I think it's, yeah, you have to look at those little things and, and have a laugh about those things as well. So um, that's what I'm grateful for this year. Um, so we might actually um, talk about what we do to actually help stay grateful in times of challenge, because I think it's easy when the chips are down to get frustrated. Yeah, um, and I probably just should say at the outset that it's not easy. <laughs> it doesn't come easily at all and there are days where <clears throat> even with the best practice and the best rituals in place, there are days when you miss them. Um, and I think the best advice that I can give and that's worked best for me in terms of developing a really solid gratitude practice is to go hard on it when times are good. Um, go really hard on it then and really establish that ritual because if you can get that happening when the times are good, when you are hit with some kind of a struggle or a challenge, um, even if you it falls away and you, you fall off the wagon a little bit during that time, it is so much easier to come back to it and come back to it quickly if you've done that, that hard work early on and when times have been good. Um, I've found that definitely. Whenever I'm faced with some kind of challenge, and sometimes they're little, sometimes they're big, um, 
the things that you need most sometimes fall away, but definitely it's worked for me. Even though they've fallen away, I've been able to bring them back so much more quickly than what I could have done beforehand. So, um, yeah, to just establish that really good routine and those rituals when times are good, I think is um, probably my tip with it. But yeah, what are your in terms of um, just my practices, and they've changed over the years, I've tried lots of different things, but the one that I've done for the longest, um, and it's the simplest, and it takes no time at all, is just every night before I go to bed and I have a journal sitting right beside my bed, I just open it up and it's my top five, so um, the top five things for the day. Sometimes they're big, wonderful, exciting things. Sometimes they're really small. Um, if I've let the practice slip away for a few days, when I sit down to do it at night, I sometimes struggle looking back through the day to find them. I have to think a little bit harder. But when that practice is really solid, um, I find what it does is during the day, I'm actually anchored into those moments and when they're happening, even if it's just you know, a really heartfelt hug from one of the kids, you know, where you actually stop and where they tell you they love you or whatever it might be, in that moment, it's there, like you feel it inside and I just know, like that night, that's the first thing I write down. It's kind yeah. of like, because of the practice, then during the day, those moments. Mindful of it. Yeah, just so, so mindful of it. So yeah, the, my top five every day, and I've introduced that for the kids as well. So they've all got a little journal and they write in their top five. They actually don't just do the top five. My eldest asked if he could do the top five things he doesn't love as well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he writes that at the back end of the book. It's actually been quite useful because then we can actually look at those things and flip them around and yeah. help him look yeah. for what he is grateful for in those <laughs> things. Um, so that's, that's the one thing that I do every day and that I find really easy to keep going. Um, the other thing, which I think we all do, we've talked about this on the podcast many times, is our dinner table gratitude. Yeah. And that's just going around the table and we probably all ask different questions, but for our family it's what made you happy today? Um, what made you sad or challenged you? Is there anything you need help with that as a family we can, we can help with and work out together? And then what are you grateful for? So those four questions, we all take turns in um, answering those each night. And it's, I don't even know how long we've been doing it, but a long time. Um, I think it's important to do that too, even when times, sorry to interrupt, yeah. when times are bad. Like we've, I remember, I remember having that, doing it every night and sitting around the table sometimes, just feeling sick with mm. grief or frustration yep. or whatever, but just doing it no matter what. And I think that we've had, the, you know, the kids sitting there doing it in tears because, yeah. you know, they're obviously not feeling so great. Um, but there's always room for, for gratitude, I think, even in the totally. lowest, lowest times. And I don't know if it's just me and if it's, or if it's the fact that I'm raising three boys and I find it hard to get information out of them. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a boy thing, but it seems to be with mine. Um, that time is kind of like when they just open up, they, it's like, because we've built that practice yeah. since they were really little, they know that that's their time to, to speak and not be interrupted by their brothers. And um, so that, that one's pretty wonderful. And I think the kids are really lucky that they're learning this practice so young in their life. Um, the other thing is meditation. And for me, that's just a morning practice. It's the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is meditation. And I just find that that is so key to a, a gratitude practice is, is having that, that meditation. 
and I use the One Giant Mind is the app that I, I've tried lots, lots and lots of different ones. Um, and that's just my go-to, I love the One Giant Mind. And the other thing that I do is just mindfulness and that's those pockets of mindfulness. And I use little um, post-it notes in different areas around my house and in my car, in my bathroom, in my office, um, lots of different spots. and. They just are reminders at different stages of the day, if it's a busy day where you can sometimes just go through it and get to the end of the day and have not stopped once and taken a breath. It's just a reminder to stop and to breathe and to just be in that moment and to be grateful for it, even if I'm out hanging the washing on the line or doing the dishes at night, which sometimes you can get resentful of when you're the only one doing it. Um, is that just me? Um, but yeah, when you can be really mindful of those moments and it just be in the moment, then it's so much easier to change the way you think about it and to, to feel grateful for the fact that you're living in this beautiful house and you've got this family around you and you're lucky enough to have food on the table, and to have paper. the dishes <laughs> and toilet paper. Um, so I don't get it right every day. There's many days where I'm not very grateful. Um, and I find it hard to find the, the things that I'm grateful for, but those days become less and less and less the, the more I do the practice. Um, so yeah, they're my my main things. What about you, Katrina? Yep, so similar. So we do the yeah, the dinner table one with all the kids and we sit around, like not every night, but whenever we're all at the table together, we, we try and do that one. But, and then I also do, so meditate twice a day, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. And so at the end of each meditation, just spend two minutes just going over my head all the things I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. Whether it be, it's got to be, the idea is to make it quite specific. So it's not just the big grand things, but it's yeah. more like, you know, I'm grateful that that friend rang me yesterday or for the hug or that Daisy shared something with me or those little things. So mm -hmm. I spend two minutes doing that. Um, and then, yeah, I guess that's the, probably the main practice that yeah. I do is, the, is those ones. And then, yeah, just try to be then, I guess, yeah, in the moment, during the day. But that I struggle with a bit more. It's like, I, I think because I've got those two dedicated times, it's good. Yeah. And, and I found that really helpful in those, you know, there was a particular week this year where I was like, you know, we, we all had gastro, <laughs> like being just, you know, there'd been all this stuff happening and it was just a really bad time, but I still <coughs> had those dedicated yep. four minutes every day. It just resets you. So yeah, that's probably my mm. the the real go to one for me and then the nighttime one with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just also like daily trying to implement it with the kids, just mm. and, and always flipping things around for them too about how they can see yeah. that in a different way and be grateful for that or whatever. I think yep. it's it's really good for feeding yeah, and then even in those bad times, it's all something, like I say. Definitely. And aren't we lucky that we have toilet paper and, you know, <laughs> far out? Like, that is, yeah. that sort of stuff is just so good for reminding you to be just grateful that we it is so lucky to have I do get the eye, eye roll from the kids, though, do you? The when eye roll? Yeah, when you're always flipping things that oh, negative from things, negative from the negative to positive. And oh, then yeah. Just, yeah. Just goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's sinking in, trust me. Yeah, hopefully. And I think yeah. for us, too, we, we, um, we do the dinner table thank, thank thankfulness and, and what we're grateful for and also what challenges as well. But I love actually when we have other people around for dinner that we do it with them as well. And even the teenagers, like, they're half dying of embarrassment. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're always happy to share that with their friends. Um, and I know we're really lucky to have a group of friends. There's a few of us in the room tonight. We do Thanksgiving every year. And there's like 50 people sit around in a big circle 
man, woman, child, they, and everyone has to give thanks um, for something for the year. And there's always tears and it's really profound. And I talked about this on the podcast a couple of um, weeks ago. And I think doing that with other people, even though it can be awkward, I feel like when you do it, it's so powerful. Yeah. Particularly when you see boys and men actually sharing what they're grateful for or getting emotional about the challenges they've been through. And I think for me, having those conversations and listening to those conversations is so important. Yeah. That for me is probably the one act of um, gratitude. Um, and even this conversation like, that we, the conversations we have together on the podcast, we would literally do for therapy, wouldn't we, without anyone listening? Yep, that was the other thing I was going to say that I was grateful for. Yeah, the podcast. podcast. I'm so grateful for this. Because it's having yeah. big conversations, and you might have yeah. one or two people in your life that you can have those conversations with if you're lucky, but the fact yeah. that we get to do it and share it with other people, and we don't have any of the answers to any of the things we talk about, it's just sharing your challenges. And your successes as well of, of you know what, what you've been able to achieve so for me that's what i'm really grateful for but meditation as well like every morning when i wake up i just do 10 minutes um, i might miss one day but for me that makes me more mindful and making and being more mindful makes me calm and my kids might not agree but it makes me like yell less i think sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but for me it gives me clarity when I think back at times when I'm busy like particularly leading into Christmas or you have busy periods at work and you just can't remember stuff because you're so manic in your mind but I that monkey mind just goes crazy but for me the meditation practice really calms my mind and gives me clarity so I'm hoping that won't disappear when I go through menopause but it probably will <laughs> but clarity I think is really important in that so um that's certainly something that, um, that I'm grateful for. Yeah. So, what about this time of year, Christmas time, mm. busy period, um, lots going on? <clears throat> How do you find that the gratitude helps you through this period? Well, we talked about this, didn't we, a little bit, um, just sort of surviving the, the mm. silly season. I think to, it's sometimes hard to be, to to be grateful when you're so busy, you know, but I think just having those moments and being present in the moments that you, when you're doing things, even if it's just stopping to spend time having a conversation with someone on the phone or in person, because I think your time is, is probably the greatest gift you can give someone, like, you know, your presence is the present, you know, like that sounds so cliche, but it's really true. So I think that that's something you can definitely do. I think that ties in to then also like the consumerism side of things. If you can infiltrate that gratitude and the gratefulness for what you already have into your lives, then you yep. don't feel that need for more and more stuff to kind of compensate for all that, you know? So I think that's, yep. that's where I find it great too, especially yep. in, in, in with the kids and in sort of, um, yeah, teaching them about it. Like if you've got that kind of awareness of being grateful for what you have, then it's a good way to help with them with, so you don't have to overdo it with Christmas presents and all that sort of stuff too. Mm -hmm. Sort of that, yeah, for sure. that side of it too. But also just yeah, being in the moment and not getting caught you know, up as caught up. We're still mm -hmm. get caught up with it, obviously, because mm -hmm. it's yeah. a big time. Yeah. But it just exactly. gives you those yeah grounding moments, I guess. Yeah. 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 So we are now going to ask some people from our audience to share what they are grateful for and and why, and perhaps some little tools they might have as well. So we have got someone from a group of ladies who've been coming to our event for three years, I think, now they haven't missed an episode. So I think Jodie has been earmarked or collared or peer pressured 
into coming up the front and just sharing. Um, but I just wanted to mention the importance of friendship because I know with your, your group, Jodie and Co up the back there, I, you know, I could be just assuming this, but I, I figured that might be featuring in your Absolutely. strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, well, yes. Um, so, so many things that I'm grateful for, but I was thinking this afternoon about some things that I thought were really significant in my life um, that I've been grateful for, and one of them is um, having worked in health. So, talking about friendships, and um, certainly working in health, where often people are very social, and also very, um, uh, we, we, we place a strong value on our friendships. Mm, yes. So, um, I've worked in health for more than 30 years now, and I was doing a bit of a reflection today about the, the things that I've experienced over that time, and how grateful I am for not just um, the work experiences, but also the friendships, and what even patients have taught me. Mm. Um, the other thing that I'm grateful about with health is change. So change is a bit of a scary thing sometimes, but um, I think back to when I started in health in 1986, so some of you might not even remember that time, but. Um, so it was all the time ago, and um, some of the young people that I work with today, I have to I have to suggest that perhaps the dinosaurs almost ruled the earth back then. But um, yeah, so I do remember those days, and that it was really quite military style, and we were we did what we were told. And I'm really grateful now that our practice is evidence based and um, more science based. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, I'm looking at a few faces in the room who also probably have worked in health and maybe have some similar experiences. Um, some of the other things that I'm really grateful for in my career in health has been, um, so I currently work with graduate nurses, so at that entry level, and I'm really, really proud that I think that we now support people who enter into the workforce a lot better than we did back in, in my day. I think it was very much a sink or swim, yep. almost throw you in, in the deep end of the pool and if you were the fittest then you survived. Yep. Um, and, but these days I think we do, we do speak a lot about a lot of what you girls have just spoken about, so um, mindfulness, mm -hmm. gratitude, um, actually taking time out and recognising how important it is to look after ourselves mm -hmm. and our mental health. Um, and I think I currently work at the Tuka Regional Health and it's something that our organisation is really getting on board with as well. So I, I think that we've come a long way and I'm really, really grateful mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, interesting, I was talking to one of my daughters about that and she said it's interesting that you work in a health facility and that that's something that has needed to change. Yes, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. it's like it's new. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of um, <coughs> one thing that I thought of today in terms of being mm. grateful mm. for. Yeah. And how do you stay grateful, Jodie? Do you have any little tips? Well, sometimes I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, like, and, it is a challenge, it's not easy. Yes. Yeah. So that was another thing I thought of this afternoon, and um, that sometimes I'm not grateful, and sometimes I do have those moments where I, and I'll call them crash, so I'm not sure if anybody else in the room where we go, oh, I just can't do this, it's too hard. And, yes. And, you know, why is it all, why are so many things up to me? So mm -hmm. I don't pretend yeah. to be an angel, but I do work really hard on remembering to keep perspective. Yeah. Um, so that's probably um, the two words that I really wanted to, to hone in were change and perspective. So it's nice. something that um, we work really hard on, my husband and I, to try and keep perspective on anything that comes our way. Mm. 
Um, and I think sometimes when there's a challenge, that's what all you can see. So we try really hard to say, well, okay, that might be today's challenge, but do you know what, yesterday or the other day this week, it's been okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really um, something that we work on. Yeah. Um, I also like to exercise and my group of friends like yes. who kindly volunteered my um, <laughs> here. Um, I really value and I'm, and I'm really grateful for their friendship and the time that we spend um, exercising and sometimes just in our active wear, drinking coffee. Very inspiring. <laughs> I want to be you guys one day, you know. <laughs> Which um, is interesting because I don't even drink coffee. So, <laughs> Love so yeah. Thank you, Jodie. Thank you.
when we made that decision to move up here, Neil said, well, we'll have to make some new friends. I'm like, oh my God, new friends. We're like, <laughs> we, we can't even meet, you know, keep up with our Melbourne friends. And then, and then we both jumped on the committees and, and, um, and it was just such a wonderful, and everyone was just so welcoming. And, mm -hmm. and then, you know, when things do go wrong in people's lives, and, and you know, I've seen so many people that all of a sudden their faces, and you think, you know, so I just always, uh, um, you know, make, make sure that I pack as much into my life as I can every day, so. Mm -hmm. Um, that you do, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and the, and I always said our key goal is that we, we have to have a holiday in the bank to work towards. So yeah, love that. Um, so no, I'm, I'm grateful for Dive's travels because she inspires me to, yeah. to do what you do, yeah. and um, and I think that you do work really hard, but you also enjoy your life as well, and that's so important. Yeah, yeah. and travel is a great leveler too because you you know when I. The, ten, the last 20 years, I feel like I've been camping. I finally had my own little space to live in, and you know, and the, the whole water wasn't there. And then I think back, oh god, remember that woman in the pool just washing her hair in yes. the freezing cold? Yes. And, totally. yeah, and then you go to South Africa and you see them living in the side of the road in a, in a, you know, something that my chicken shed looks better than that. And you think, yeah. how grateful am I to be living? Yes. Okay, totally. you know, then I didn't have the ideal situation, but it wasn't as bad as that. So, yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing, Di. Thank, Thank you for being brave enough. Thank and we just have one more question from the audience. Um, Shani McCoy, would you like to come forward and, and share what you're grateful for and and um, and how you stay grateful? Thanks, Shani. Thanks, Shani. Thanks, Shani. Thanks, Shani. Thanks, Shani. I feel like the look on your face is <laughs> crying again. I love the tears. So good for us. Um, I know. <laughs> um, well, I am grateful for a lot of things that everyone's grateful for, my kids and my life and everything else. Um, but just sitting here listening and probably not just this year but my entire 43 years, I'm grateful for my resilience and my strength and my courage and my determination when it's come to every obstacle that I've ever been through. Um, I'm grateful for every lesson, uh, for every experience and what it has taught me. And I'm grateful that I get to work through that every day and change the way that I live my life and the way that my children see that life should be lived. Mm. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. And I'm very grateful that I've been able to watch my daughter become a mum and I have a beautiful grandson.
We've also put a, a challenge in today. The yeah, podcast yeah. that came out today, there's a challenge in there for the there you know, 20 day challenge of practicing gratitude. So you can all go home if you're not already doing it and start yeah. Yeah, practicing that as well. They yeah. say it takes what? 41 days? 42 days? 21. 21 days. 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 Whipped up by a beautiful yeah. Kylie um, at Pink Patty store. And on the back of that card, there's a couple of things um, you can be grateful for. So whether you want to just do three things for the next 20 days and stick it somewhere where you can see it every day, or whether you want to, our challenge is writing three things down every night and or and share it with someone else, you know, someone in your life, um, whether it be kids or your partner or someone at work. Because we need them and share with us. Yeah, we love to hashtags really good stuff. Share it with us. And also just maybe reflect on it. And if it's helping, like if you're feeling any different or if it's... Definitely. Yeah. Because I think in this practice, like with anything, you need support. Like with the girls with their exercise, you know, when you do it as a group, it just makes it easier. So it's really important to support each other. And um, and particularly through the festive season, we know that it can be challenging. We all get manic and worry about the food and the gifts and all that stuff, which is important and has to be done. But I think um, it's really important to kind of um, bring it down to what's what's simple and and basic. Yeah. Gratitude and kindness. So that's probably pretty much it for the conversation. I don't think there's anything else we need to cover off. So this is our last conversation for the year on the podcast, so we'll be having a bit of a break. And um, we thank you all for coming tonight. Um, there's some food, so we've got a bit of a Thanksgiving um, table of food behind us that we can share, hang around, enjoy a drink and, and some company, and go out into the world after tonight and share your own bit of gratitude and, and thanks for the people around you, particularly people who might be struggling as well. So just having that that person you can talk to, um, check in with someone, you know, don't wait for are you okay day <laughs> to do that. So, yeah. and huge gratitude to all of you for coming tonight. And if you listen to our podcast, thank you, because it means a lot to us. It does. It? So thank, thank you to all of you. It's awesome that you're here and it's lovely. Yeah, so thank yep. you. Bye for now. And yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>been listening to spreading the good stuff the podcast remember you can subscribe over at itunes we'd love you to leave us a rating and you can also follow us on facebook and instagram at the handle spreading the good stuff you can find all our show notes and previous episodes at our website thesplendidword.com.au thanks for listening